0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. Oh, today I'm going to a story that especially blessed me. When I was reading it, all there was that one thought that came to me and that thought just lifted me up and lifted me into a new dimension to enjoy even more intensely the blessings that God had given to me and had prepared for me. And I believe those blessings are there for you also, just as they are there for me, they are there for you and we can enjoy them. Oh, there is that song that says, uh, Lord, every day you become better. Every day you become better. Well, I know that he cannot become better because he already is the best. (laughs) And he cannot become better. He cannot become worse. He is who he is and he's always the best. But he can become better for us as we get to know him more intensely as we get more revelation from his word every day that we are getting closer to him, that we lose a little bit more of ourselves and that he can fill us a little bit more, that we get a little bit more revelation out of the word, that we have a little bit more fellowship with him. Oh, for us, he becomes better and better each day. Every day with Jesus is better than the day before. I don't know if you remember that old song that we used to sing. Well, this is the thought that came to me. You know, Adam and Eve, as they were in the Garden of Eden. You know there were two trees there. And the one tree is the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the other tree is the tree of life. And the tree of life, they were able to eat from that tree. They were blessed from that tree. But the other tree, they were not supposed to touch it and surely not supposed to eat from it. But yet, all they fell into sin. And because they fell into sin, all of mankind fell into sin. And now that sin is being passed along from generation to generation. They ate from that tree of knowledge and good and evil. And because of that, They rebelled against God and God had to send them out of the Garden of Eden and and there comes that whole journey, all that long journey where finally, ultimately, in the perfect timing, God sent His Son to break that yoke, to break that curse. It was a curse, truly a curse, but it was broken in Jesus, and it is broken in Jesus. And even though I am born in sin, I have been reborn. I am born again in Christ. Hallelujah. And now I live and I have eternal life within me. But as they were sent out of the garden, they were not able to eat anymore of the tree of life. And there was an angel who was put a cherubim in front of that tree to guard that tree, to guard access to that tree with a flaming sword. Let me just read that one scripture in Genesis chapter three, verse 24. And it says, so God drove out the man And he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Oh, that verse came to me. He had a cherubim there who was there to guard the way to the tree of life. And he had a flaming sword which turned every way. In other words... There was no way of access to that tree of life because that burning sword, that flaming sword could turn every way and guard every angle to that tree. And they were not able to eat from that tree of life. And this is the thought that came to me. I am so thankful that I am a child of God. I am a son of God. I am redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Oh, and he came to live inside of me. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that scripture. And he dwells within us through the Holy Spirit. And for me, as I read this scripture, I took it that he is that tree of life that came and dwells in me right now. Oh, that tree of life. We had no access to it. We could not eat from it because of our sin. But Jesus, he died for our sin. He paid the price and he took the punishment that should have been upon us. And because of that now, we have received eternal life. Oh yes, we have received that tree of life inside of us. I know Revelation speaks about the tree etc cetera, etc cetera. but for me I have that life inside of me and there's many scriptures I could give to prove it doesn't the bible says oh don't you realize don't you know that now you are a temple of the holy spirit who dwells within you well I know there is that moment that we become born again Oh, everything becomes new. The Bible says we become a new creation. The old is passed away, the new has come. We have been resurrected in the life of Christ. We have received eternal life, hallelujah. Yes, all things are new. Our name is written in the book of life. We become that temple of the Holy Spirit. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to be reborn, born again. Jesus himself in John three talks about it to Nicodemus. And he says, you must be born again. The only way to see heaven, the only way to be able to enter heaven is if you are born again. Unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into heaven. And we all need to be born again. Nobody can keep the law and be perfect because of it. We all need grace. We all need forgiveness. We all need to be born again in the Son and he dwells in us, and we dwell in him, and together we are in the Father. Wonderful scriptures there are to prove all this. And I know there is that in that baptism in the Holy Spirit. Well, when you are born again, the Spirit comes to live inside of you. They cannot say anything else about that. That's what happens. But there is also that baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I don't want to make an argument however you believe it at home, but there is that moment When the Holy Spirit comes in such a way, like a flood, oh, and usually it has to do more with us surrendering to Him, and most of the time the problem is not that He would not want to enter us, but the problem is we need to come to the point where He needs to bring us that we will surrender to Him to give Him full control in our life. And I believe that's a very important point with that baptism in the Holy Spirit, to have that true baptism in the Holy Spirit, there needs to be a point of surrender. And that point of surrender, we don't do that out of the flesh, but He through the Spirit brings us there into submission to the Holy Spirit. But He comes and dwells inside of us. The born again experience, but also that baptism in the Spirit. That means, Jesus said, out of your belly there will erupt a fountain of living water. Well, you see, that born-again experience and that baptism in the Holy Spirit, that's something unique, something special. And I'm so thankful that even though I was raised in church, from baby on, I was in church, but I can testify that I had a true born-again experience. Oh, I believed in him. I followed him. I was working in church, but around 15. Oh, I know when I was around 15 years old, I was baptized already, yes, because I loved the Lord with all my heart. But then when I was 15, I had such a born again experience. Oh, I tell you, I thought I was a clean young man. But then one night, oh, the Holy Spirit came and it gave me a shower on the inside. It felt like every particle of my being was being cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And after that experience, you know, before I thought I was a clean man, now I knew I was a clean man. And I also knew that even though I thought I was a clean man, I was not a clean man at all. I needed the Savior, I needed the Messiah, Jesus, just as much as those that we call a sinner, those that we look upon as a sinner, those that we feel are sunken sinners. I felt I was nothing better before that born again experience. I was nothing better than anyone that could lay on the side of the road and I needed that Savior and because of that, I am still motivated today to bring the story of salvation around the world because I felt how it was to be without Christ. And that is a terrible feeling. That's a terrible future. That's being damned for eternity. But I also know what it means to be in Christ. Oh, hallelujah to have received forgiveness of all sin and to be free, hallelujah. Oh, that's an experience I want to share with everybody. And then I had a true baptism in the Holy Spirit. And now that is alive in me. He is alive in me. And there are angels around me. That flaming sword is around me to protect that faith, to protect that word, to protect that new life. Oh, I feel, I know that the Lord is around me. His angels are around me. He is with me. That flaming sword is there to strike down every demon, to strike down the devil himself when he wants to come to attack me. And because of that, oh, I don't fear to go into all these nations to preach the gospel. And I've been into dark places. I've been to places where witch doctors are, where they threw curses upon me, where they cursed the land where we would have a crusade. But I knew who was in me. I knew who was around me. And he's the one who is still in me, who is still around me. Hallelujah. Protected me with that flaming sword. Oh, what a wonderful scripture today. Well, it says... In Romans chapter five, I just want to read verse one to five from chapter five, and it says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I hope you're bringing this message together in your own mind, in your own heart, and else meditate on it. They were sent out of the garden. They had no more access to that tree of life. Oh, there was even a cherubim there with a flaming sword that could move into any and every direction to keep them from that tree of life. And now in Romans, what does it say here? And there are many more scriptures to prove this point. It says that through our Lord Jesus Christ, we have gained access. Oh, we have gained access into this grace in which we now stand. We have gained access and we are in, hallelujah. We are in, hallelujah. We have it and it is in us. Yes, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. We have that tree of life inside of us. We have Christ in us. Through the Holy Spirit, God's love has been poured out into our hearts. It says here, the Holy Spirit has been given unto us. Oh, my dear friend, let us rejoice. Let us be glad, even though there might be tribulations in your life. Even though there might be persecutions, even though there might be troubles and sufferings and pain, oh, today I want you to rejoice. Oh, maybe you are going through a difficult time. Maybe there's some problems in your life. Maybe there's shortcomings in your life There are tribulations in your life, but that's no reason to turn your back to God. No, you need to rejoice today that that life, eternal life, is inside of you. Hallelujah. It has been poured into your heart. You have eternal life through the Holy Spirit. Christ himself is dwelling inside of you. You can eat and drink. Oh, drink the bread of life. Eat the waters. Oh, eat the bread of life and enjoy it and be satisfied. Drink the waters of life. Drink it to the fullest. Put your lips to the well and enjoy it and be glad today. Yes, well, you know, faith is the victory that we have. It says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, Every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways the conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's way is simply the one who believes Jesus is the son of God. Oh, this is the message Bible translation. You have faith and faith is what conquers the world, what conquers all those tribulations and pain. You have faith, but you also have hope. You have a hope, and the Bible says that hope will not be put to shame. In First Peter 3, verse 15, it says, if with heart and soul you're doing good, do you think you can be stopped? Even if you suffer for it, you're still better off. Oh, I'm talking to those who are suffering because of the gospel today. Be happy today. Rejoice today. Because that what is inside of you, that eternal life, it is real and it is being guarded by the Lord himself. It says, keep your hearts at attention in adoration before Christ, your master. Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are and always with the utmost courtesy. Keep a clear conscience before God so that when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. They'll end up realizing that they're the ones who need a bath. It's better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to be punished for doing bad. That's what Christ did definitely. He suffered because of other sins, the righteous one for the unrighteous ones. He went through it all, was put to death, and then made alive to bring us to God, is verse 13 to 18. In Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 3, oh, and it says he went to the cross with a joy in his bosom. Hallelujah. You have a joy. You have a joy. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit no extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in with God. And he put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever, And now he is there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through, and that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Hebrews 12, verse one to three in the Message Bible. Oh, my dear friend, I could give you more scriptures to show you and to prove to you how our fathers of faith, our mothers of faith, our heroes that went before us, and even the Lord himself, how they went through all the suffering and the pain and all the attacks and all that they had to sacrifice. But they went through it with a joy. They went through it In a perfect peace, they went through it, yes, with their eyes upon salvation, upon the Savior. Oh, and today we may do the same. You have that life inside of you. You have that joy there. You have that presence of God there. Oh, and you have been given faith to conquer the world. You have a hope. Oh, and that hope will not be put ashamed. You have a joy in your bosom in the midst of how people are treating you and how they they are against you and whatever circumstances there are whatever tribulations there might be oh no that there is an angel guarding you with a flaming sword in the hand to guard that life that eternal life that you have And when this life here on this earth is over, you will be with him in glory and it will all be worth it. It will all be worth it. Whatever you're giving up in this life, whatever you have suffered in this life, whatever struggles you had to keep the faith, It will be worth it to let it all go, to go through it all because your prize is there at the end. Yes, your blessing is there for eternity to enjoy. Father, I pray right now for all my listeners. Thank you for this wonderful thought, Lord, that we have been given access in Christ to that eternal life, Lord. We may enjoy it. We may be blessed by it every day. Now already, Lord, we have that joy and that peace and father you are guarding that life you are guarding that peace that joy that you have put inside of us and even though we are going through some sufferings and tribulations in this world lord we keep our eyes upon you just as jesus kept his eye on the finish we keep our eye on the finish. And we know that we will have success. And we know we will have victory. And we know that we will receive our reward. Thank you for it. Give them strength to endure. Give them the joy and the hope in their heart right now. Help them, Lord, to move forward in your name, in your strength. I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.